Thank you, worship team. That was great. Command performance. I feel special. You know, Brian and I are just back there, though. That's awesome. Uh, and it was one of my favorite songs, What's the Lord of My Soul. Love it. I welcome everyone to uh, live stream. I can say a few live, but a live stream. Uh, for those who are live, there are big money prizes. I noticed Sharon sat right next to the big money prize bowl. That was good move. Good move. Good move. All right. So, uh, only, uh, as you know, we can't all be in here yet, but we're hoping soon. We're hoping soon, but everybody else, uh, live stream, it's great to have you. I want to mention a few things, uh, a few people. Bob and Terry Noble just celebrated their 52nd anniversary. Bob and Terry, congratulations. Love you guys. Awesome. And also my Aunt Mary just had a birthday and she watches every week. So, and my Aunt Mary, happy birthday to my Aunt Mary. I love her so much. So it's great to have you watching and happy birthday. And also I ran into uh, a good uh, friend, Rob Intenzo, at a basketball game yesterday. And Rob from Basketball Circles, friend of ours, a friend of ours watching. So Rob giving you a shout out too. So <laughs> All right. it's great to have everybody. Uh, as far as the building, we don't know. Uh, could be a couple weeks, could be a couple more weeks than that. Uh, they're just working on a couple things still. So, But it looks pretty good in here, surprisingly good. They've worked hard to get it cleaned up, so really appreciate that. So we're going to be live streaming. That's why I was checking with you guys. We're going to be live streaming every Sunday from here, uh, as long as my team's good with that. And then, um, But we're going to give you chances to meet in houses sometimes too. You can do it any week. You can always get together a group of people. I know some are already doing that this morning. Uh, Mal and Jake, all right. I know you guys are getting together this morning. But um, but uh, you can always do it. But on February 5th, we're going to be having Guess Who's Coming to Church. Remember Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? You don't know who's coming to dinner. We do that fun thing every year. This is Guess Who's Coming to Church. So you can sign up shoot me an email back or text me and get signed up and we'll assign you to a home which you don't know where you're going or, or what's going on but there'll be a church that day and then we'll have follow with lunch okay so that's what's going on so next week we're going to be back in acts 25 acts 25 all right but this week uh i felt led to do a different bible passage today so hang on for next week x25 but you'll see why i felt led to do this one because of all that's going on but i just thought i should mention since there's only a few people here it reminded me of a story i heard one time about a, an old country church and the pastor it was a really snowy day and and he didn't know if anybody showed up but he got to that country church anywhere and he gets into preaching only one old farmer showed up one old farmer got through the snow got there showed up and and so he says, well, what do you think I should do, Farmer Bob, you know? Yeah, he goes, uh, should we still do church? And the farmer said, well, listen, preacher, when I go out to feed my cows, I take a wagon load of feed out to my cows out in the pasture. And if only one shows up, I still feed that cow. And he says, okay, all right, I got you. Okay, so he went in to start preaching, and he preached the whole sermon, and, and he was pretty excited about the sermon. So he did the whole sermon. And so afterward, he goes to the door to greet Farmer Bob, and he said, so what did you think? And he said, well, remember how I said I still feed that cow, but I don't dump the whole load. <laughs> but I'm going to dump the whole load, guys. Just be ready. I'm going to dump the whole load here. So the title for today is Open Your Eyes. Open Your Eyes, Don't Believe the World's Lies. Open Your Eyes, Don't Believe the World's Lies, Second Thessalonians 2, 9 through 11. And uh, you'll see why I'm doing this one anyway. But, but I, I, I saw Babylon B. If you don't 
read the bee every day, you, you should read it first because it's the only way you're going to know what's really going on in the world, and you'll also laugh hysterically. But uh, a few weeks ago, they, had an ex- uh, they said this, um, experts say they don't know what is causing everyone to suddenly collapse, but it's definitely not that one thing. And I was like laughing so hard because they, they, they don't know why everybody's collapsing, but it's definitely not the vaccine. You know, and they made this, it's just hilarious how they handled that. But, but it's funny, but it's not funny, is it? It's, it's not funny because they constantly are lying to us, constantly lying. It's not, it's not funny. The world lies to us every day. And it's vital to open our eyes to the lies, to what is really happening, because the deception is accelerating. It's preparing us for the ultimate lie the ultimate lie so put on your spiritual seatbelts because here we go it's a wild passage father we just thank you for the worship we thank you for the opportunity to still be live streaming and and for all of us to still be part of this worship and the word and i just pray that your holy spirit would open our eyes and if if anybody is watching listening has never put their faith in jesus christ that this would be the time this this Bible passage, the Holy Spirit would use it and bring them to true faith in Christ. And for the rest of us, that we would grow in our faith. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so 2 Thessalonians 2. I'm going to be hitting a lot of different things too, but I'm going to read off of here. So 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 through 11. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with the work of Satan displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, and in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they would believe the lie. Wow. Wow. The Antichrist is coming. Yeah, you want to slide over. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Going to get a crink in my neck. All right. The Antichrist is coming. This devil-possessed Superman who's going to come to save the world. He is, he is coming. If you've listened to my Daniel Revelation series or if you've ever read Daniel Revelation, you know what I'm talking about. But before he comes, the spirit of the Antichrist, Satan himself, is preparing the world for his coming. It's already happening. In 1 John 4, 3, it says this, But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming, and even now is already in the world. Do we have to be convinced of that? Satan's spirit is already here preparing the way. He's preparing the way. We see that in the USA today, don't we? It's crazy what's happening in our country in the last, just accelerating, crazy. 2 Thessalonians 2.9 talks about, you know, just going to hit each of these verses. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with the work of Satan, displayed in all kinds of counterfeit Miracles, signs, and wonders. The coming of a lawless one. We are seeing this lawlessness right now. We are seeing it all over. We don't follow God's law. We don't follow any law. You know, it's just everybody. Law is under attack. It's completely under attack. This lawlessness is is just taking over our country. And most people are sitting ducks for the lies that Satan is telling. Sitting ducks. They're zombies. You ever watch the zombie movies? There's zombies. They're spiritual zombies. Second Thessalonians 2.10. And every and in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing, deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. They refused. 
They're spiritual zombies. They refuse the truth. And so, and, and so they can't be saved because of that. And the truth they refuse is Jesus Christ. John 14, 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. They refuse to love Jesus Christ, the truth of Jesus Christ. They refuse to put their faith in Jesus Christ. And so, and, and when we do that, what Thessalonians says is when we do that, we reject Jesus Christ. When we reject his truth, we reject putting our faith in him and giving our life to him. Something horrifying happens. Something horrifying. Second Thessalonians 2.11. This is the most terrifying thing that could happen to any one of us. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. They, mankind has rejected, much of mankind has rejected God's truth. And because of that, rejecting of the truth, God has rejected them. God sends a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. That's horrible. God turns us over to the delusions and the lies, and it's exactly what we are seeing today, aren't we? Is it unbelievable? Once we've rejected God, we've rejected His Word, we removed Him from the schools, we removed Him from our culture, we've removed Him from everything. You can't say the word Jesus anymore. The guy got arrested in the mall the other day for wearing the Jesus t-shirt, right? You saw that? He got kicked out of the mall. He wouldn't take off the Jesus t-shirt. Got kicked out. Uh, I think it was in Minnesota or whatever. But uh, but it, it's crazy. That's what we see. That we're seeing that we He turns us over when we reject God. When we reject His Son, Jesus Christ, He turns us over to the lies is exactly what we're seeing. Look at the lies we believe in America today. Evolution. We came from monkeys. I mean, I mean, it's it's insanity, right? Uh, you know, abortion, killing babies for any stage of a pregnancy, and even beyond the pregnancy, they're fighting for now, trying to do that. It's it's insane. Climate change, religion. It's unbelievable that the lies that they believe with this climate change. I'm all against pollution, but climate change, you know, what they're doing with that is a religion. They even did you see they even had the Ten Commandments up on up on the mountain there, uh, and they they took the Ten Commandments and wrote the Ten Commandments of climate change. It's insane what they're trying to counterfeit. And then now, in, in so many insane lies, transgender movement. You know, there's no such thing as male or female, and you can change at any time. It, it's it's insane. This is stuff that. Even 10 years ago, you would have said, that's, that's science fiction. That could never happen. But it's insane. It's all converging. The lies are converging. Why? Because God has turned us over to the delusion, the lie. It is God's judgment. We're not going to be judged for these things. We are under judgment. It's already happening. And it, it's crazy. And it's all preparing us for the lawless one. Second Thessalonians 2, 9 to 11, the lawless one, the demonic deception that is coming. We saw that exact, we saw that preparation last few years, right? With the whole thing that, that happened with COVID. We, we, the, you know, the American people, well, the world fell for the fears and the lies. Even many Christians, we have to learn from this. The truth is slowly seeping out now, isn't it? Look at all the studies coming out that are totally debunking all the things that we were trapped in our houses because of. It, it, it's crazy. But this is all, it's coming out. The truth is coming out. It's all coming out. Uh, uh, but it's all, that all was preparing us. We have to learn from this. We, it was preparing us, the war, mankind, the humans uh, on this earth, preparing us to follow the Antichrist and ultimately to take his mark. 
That's what this is all about. It's all about control, preparing us to take his mark. First Timothy 4.1 says this. The Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Exactly what we are seeing today, the apostasy, the apostasy in the church, the churches in the church. It's crazy. But if we believe the lies of this apostasy, if we believe these lies, we're actually following, look what it says, deceiving spirits. We're following demons who are teaching in these churches. And we're seeing it. And it's shocking. So many Christians and so many churches have gone woke they're going woke. They have put social justice over biblical justice, which is much more intense than any social justice. But they're, they're following that. It's crazy. We're seeing churches affirm sexual sin of all kinds, heterosexual and homosexual, saying divorce is okay. It's no big deal when God says, I hate divorce. We're seeing that they, Christians are saying, well, I'm pro-choice. Churches claiming to be pro-choice, killing babies is okay. Listen, if someone says that, it's impossible for them to truly be a Christian. It's impo- I just tell them right up, you're not a Christian. And they say, well, how could you say that? I go, I don't say it. God's Word says it. Uh, John 8.31 says it. He says, uh, he says uh, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you'll hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. So if you can't hold to the teaching that thou shalt not kill, starting with a baby, you can't be a Christian. It's impossible that you have the Holy Spirit. It's impossible. You're, you're, lying. you're lying to yourself. It's impossible. But we see this very thing happening to so many people who claim to follow Jesus Christ. They, they're being deceived and, 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 and brainwashed and zombified. That's what's happening to them. That's why it's so vital. In 2 Timothy 2.15, I'm using the King James Version for this one. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I, I think I've sung the song before here years ago. Uh, I went to a Bible club camp, and it was the BCM ministry, which is the same ministry that the Ukraine couple, uh, uh, Tima and Natalia, are involved in. And they they are also part of the BCM, but I grew up under the BCM ministry. Incredible, right? And uh, they taught Aunt Alice and Aunt Eunice. I'll never forget these two Faithful, faithful women taught us that song. We sing it every year in camp and, and all the different things. Uh, it goes like this. <laughs> I'll try it. All right. I, don't recruit me. All right. So anyway. <laughs> Never mind. No, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, now, now I'm going to do it. All right. <laughs> I'll try it. All right. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study to show thyself approved unto God. I learned it when I was seven years old. Still got it. But there's a truth of that. Study. To, you know, study God's word. And we must have a biblical worldview. Everything we see, everything we hear, everything must pass through the screen of God's word. The, and God's word is powerful. And it must all go through that. This isn't just a book. It's not a constitution. This is God's word. Second Timothy 3.16 says this. It says, I just need the first word. Uh, 316. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, okay. All scripture is God-breathed. And it's useful for teaching, correcting, 
I'm sorry, teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. All scripture is God breathed. The Holy Spirit actually breathed through the the authors of God's word and and put the word down the way that he wanted it put down. It's powerful. It's actually breathed from God. And that's why everything has to go through God's word. And this is vital now because these are scary times we're in. Scary times. We must know the word and hold to the word. Second, uh, second Timothy three, verse one says this. But mark this. That means pay attention. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. What did we just describe? The world we live in. It's a lot worse than that, isn't it? The world that we live in. He says, mark this. Mark this. In the USA today, the world today, we're seeing this very thing accelerating, accelerating, preparing the way for the lawless one. The lawless one preparing the way. And the key for real Christians, when we see all this and we see the apostasy, we see all that being the key in verse 5, it says this. He goes on to say, having, talking about these people having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with them. Have nothing to do with them. Nothing. I, I'm done with the woke church. I'm done with woke Christians. I won't have anything to do with I don't have any time for them anymore. I have nothing to do with them. They've gone against God's word. They've shown themselves to be frauds and apostate fakes. And I'm looking for, I'm constantly looking to join together with Christians of all different denominations and, and, and even uh, all, different, uh, all different religious groups. I don't care what their tag is. I, I, you, I know when we have something in common. I'm at the, the, you know, the, the prayer for life this last week uh, over at the Planned Parenthood praying for the, these babies. And most of the people there were Roman Catholics, but they're, they're real Christians. They, they're real. I have way more in common with them than these, these evangelical, woke evangelical churches. They, these, these, these Roman Catholics, the vast majority, 90% of the people at the March for Life that I went to were Roman Catholic, but they're the real ones. The real Catholics that really believe the word, that aren't fooled by all the garbage. They, they believe in Jesus Christ and faith in Jesus Christ. And those, those are the people I have a connection with. Those are the people I'm partnering with that truly know Jesus Christ, truly put their faith in him and follow the word. And we'll find him in Roman Catholic churches. We'll find him in evangelical churches. We'll find him in all different churches. But there's a remnant that God is bringing together, bringing us together, seeing this happening. Uh, this, listen, uh, we, these, these Bible passages that we just looked at are exactly what we are seeing today. We are seeing a tsunami of deception. A tsunami of deception, of lies, preparing us for the ultimate lie. The ultimate lie. I was watching uh, uh, Klaus Schwab giving a speech this week at the World Economic Forum. And I, and I was watching, I'm like, 
Kim and I are watching it together, you know, excerpts from the speech. It was like watching the Left Behind movies, you know. Remember those Left Behind movies? It was like watching those. It was crazy, crazy. He's talking about the one world government and the one world economy and how COVID has paved the way for the Great Reset. He's saying these words. I'm like, (gasps) The only thing he didn't talk about was the one world church because he's, you know, he's not there yet. All right. But but it, it's crazy how he talked about COVID and, and how it, it created a great reset. And that's exactly how it was used by people who wanted to control us and prepare us for the great reset. Uh, there, did you see the CNN medical analysis was on this week? CNN analysis said she said COVID only 30 percent of the people who died of COVID actually died of COVID. She said, it's not true. It's 30%. She said, out of all the people that went to the hospital for COVID, only 10% actually went for COVID. This is on CNN. The truth is coming out. It was crazy. I was like, what am I reading? What am I hearing? But the truth is coming out. That was the truth. But see, they, 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 you follow the, what? Musk is bringing out with the Twitter files, right? He showed, he's exposed how the government, the U.S. government, took this crisis, and it was a crisis, it was real, wasn't as big as we made it, we didn't have to do all the things they made us do, but it was something we had to respect and be careful of, right? All right? But they showed, the, 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 the Twitter files have showed how the U.S. government colluded with a pharmacy, big pharma, and colluded with big tech to block the truth. Block the truth. And they admitted, they've admitted, yeah, we knew a lot of the things that we blocked were true, that were being said, but, but we just felt like we had to, 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 we had to, like, make sure that we controlled the narrative. You know, that's how they put it, you know, they had to control the narrative. Control us, right? But they admitted they lied. It's all, you can look it up on the Twitter files. It's unbelievable. God is using this Musk guy. Uh, I'm not saying he's a Christian, but God is using this guy. It's unbelievable what he's using him to expose. And that's exactly how COVID was used. It prepared the world to be controlled. They took a crisis. And they used it to control us with it. And the lies are coming out, the the pathetic lies. But it prepared us to be controlled by the Antichrist who's going to demand that we all take a mark. Complete control by the Antichrist. And that's how it was used. Will it involve a chip? There's all this talk about chips now, even Schwab, all crazy. But we're not sure. But we know there will be a mark and it will be used to control the world. To control the world. And it, and it will also come with a one world religion. We see that forming even now. Controlled by the Antichrist who really wants to use it to worship himself. Ultimately, that one world religion is going to shift to the worship of the Antichrist. We know that from God's word. And the only ones who won't fit in are the true Christians. The true Christians and the faithful Jews. Those are the only two groups that God's word says will not fit into this new system. And it's, that's why it's so vital to open our eyes right now before the great delusion hits. It's already coming, but we, before it really ultimately hits, we have to learn from all of this. The Holy Spirit has warned us. <clears throat> he spoke through Paul on what we must do, how vital what we must do. Second Timothy 4, 2 to 5 says this. He says, Paul says, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. 
For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Paul warns us what is coming. The Holy Spirit warns us through the Apostle Paul what is coming. And we're seeing this very apostasy right now. The evangelical churches that are going woke. We're seeing it right now. These ministries, one of my daughters is in a a university. I'm not going to use her name because I didn't have a chance to ask her. But she's at a university and she's part of this, you know, Christian ministry that has been respected for years and years, but they're, they're, they're slip sliding down toward a cliff. And, and she got in a big discussion with them over something they were doing that went directly against the Bible. And, and they're, she said, how can you do this? It goes against God's word. And they said, well, that's cultural. Woo! Once you start using that's cultural, you can, you know, everything in the Bible, you're, you're, you're slipping down a slope, going to a cliff. And that's exact. And she was just shocked. It was a big deal. It's crazy what the Apostasy that's going on. The evangelical churches, same with the Catholic church. The, the, the loop, I read the loop, which is called Catholic vote. The loop, Catholic vote, if you don't read that, every day I read it. It's awesome. Uh, I read the loop. I read Babylon B. I read uh, Jerusalem Post. You want to know what's going on? Jerusalem Post. I read it. But, but in the Catholic vote, the loop is really, really good. Really good. And they, and they were pointing out how the Respect for Marriage Act that just passed, that's going to be used to batter the Christian, real Christians in the real churches. Uh, the Respect for Marriage Act, which is, is not respecting marriage, it's, it's destroying marriage. Uh, they, they said it was passed because of the apostate Roman Catholic politicians. They pointed it out, showed how many, I think it was 69 supposed Roman Catholic politicians voted for this. And they were disgusted with it, and so was I. And, those, and they pointed out those same fake Catholic politicians, fraud Christians, voted against the Born Alive Act also. The same thing, baby born alive, you know, through abortion. They, they, they said, no, don't have to keep it alive. The, they're the same ones that are doing that. Why? Because they're apostate. They're not real. It's a lie. And the Catholic vote, which I really respect that magazine uh, and, and update, they, they pointed that out. Same thing with the evangelicals. Same thing with the Roman Catholics. There's so many apostates. Uh, we must preach the word. We must witness the word. We must, like he says here, look what he says. We must live out the word. And it's not easy. It's not easy. We're going to be hated. We're going to be increasingly attacked for doing this. Um, my, one of my daughters, she said I could use the story, but not her name, but you can figure it out. Uh, she did a, she did a, in speech class this last week, she did a, a speech. Uh, she did it on pro-life, saving babies, anti-abortion. That's what she chose to pick. And she got a big pushback from several people, a good number in the class, and they were wicked. They were just nasty. Hostile, just you know, you know those tolerant people, you know, and uh, and and, and uh, I was processing with her, and I was like, you, you weren't shocked, right? And she goes, no, and I go, you shouldn't be shocked because what they're teaching is demonic. What they believe is demonic, and Satan hates it when you tell the truth. It's not shocking at all. In fact, they, they're just, they're, you know, they're, John 8, 44, when Jesus, I said, this is the verse I always talk to when I'm talking to these people. I say, you belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out your father's desire. 
He was a murderer from the beginning. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. And these people believe a lie, and they've accepted Satan's murder. And 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 then that's that's exactly where they're coming from. These these young people in these schools and colleges, these girls, it, it's, it's so sad that they could be so brainwashed that they, the, the, I call them the Nazi youth, the Nazi youth. You know, you know what happened with Hitler? How did he can? How did he do what he did? And in, in, in with Germany which was a Christian nation at one time. They went apostate, but, you know, they got woke. You know, you read the history. Uh, but how did he do it? Because he, he brainwashed the youth through the schools, and they called them the Nazi youth. And, and they, they brainwashed them. He did the same thing with, well, I'll come back to that in a minute. He, he, listen, why do I call these people the Nazi youth? Because if you can convince these Kids that killing a baby is okay, you can convince them of anything. You can you now have them controlled. If you can convince them it's okay to murder a baby, anything is okay. You can get them to do anything. Hitler knew that. Do you know the SS? You know how what he did with the SS, how he trained the SS? He would each guy who went into the SS was given a, a puppy when he got in. Right? Got the puppy. And that became his companion. And he had this puppy, and he raised it up. He went through the SS training, and, and at the end of his training, when that puppy was about a year old now, and he had this puppy, they would call him into an office, and the SS officer said, now strangle it with your bare hands. And that's what they did. They strangled their dog, their best friend, with their bare hands. And they knew that if they could get him to do that, they had him. And they were monsters. The SS were monsters. When we, when we were going to, you know, catching, you know, going into Germany at the end, our soldiers didn't even try to capture them. They just shot the SS guys. They, they just shot them down. They knew they were monsters. There was no redeeming them. They were monsters. They saw what they were doing to everybody all over Europe. Monsters. And that's what we're raising, a, a, a generation of monsters who will kill a baby. It's unbelievable. And, and we will be hated for taking a biblical stance. We'll be hated. Look at the, the, the trans movement. This whole lie that you can, you know, they're doing, butchering these children and doing crazy, maiming them and abusing them in, in the name of, you know, uh, it's demonic. But this, there, now many of these people are detransitioning. Have you been following the stories? It's hard to get to these stories, but they're there. They're detransitioning. <clears throat> but they're so upset about the detransitioning, they're trying to silence them. They're trying to, they attack them for transitioning back to what, how God made them. And, and, but many of these people are coming to Christ and, and coming out of that detransition and they're hated for that. It was okay to transition, but you're not allowed to detransition and you're not allowed to share how you did that. They're attacking. It's brutal what they're doing to them. And people are leaving their, their sinful lifestyles, heterosexual lifestyles and even homosexual lifestyles. But, but if you do, you're attacked. You're not allowed to share that story because it's, the truth of Jesus Christ. You're not allowed to share it. Did you, I don't know if you saw this Christian in Malta. He, a Christian charity worker, faces potential jail time and fine after speaking about leaving the LGBT lifestyle. Did you see that this week? 
This guy, um, I'm going to just read some of it. A Christian charity worker in Malta could face jail time after he claimed that his faith enabled him to turn away from a homosexual lifestyle he no longer wanted. Just for saying that, they're going to try to put him in jail. And I'll read a little bit more here. Uh, Matthew Gretsch, 33, uh, faces all this for running afoul of the city's ban on conversion practices. Not allowed to conversion. What's it really about? Conversion to Jesus Christ. That's what they don't want. When he, was, when he explained to a local media how he left homosexuality because he came to believe it was wrong. His case threatens to set in a whole motion, into motion a whole legal domino effect that could endanger freedom of speech and liberty throughout the entire Western world. This is, they want to make this the, the way that they're going to handle all of Europe and come to the U.S. too. They're, they're, I've heard the speeches. They want this to be the law of Europe and the law of the European Union and the law in the United States. It's crazy. He came to believe that homosexuality is not an identity, but rather a practice that was incompatible with his Christian faith. They, they want to ban Christian counseling in, in churches, in churches, simply because it does not conform to their religion. They claim not to be a religion, but I can tell you they are just as religious as everybody else. And also, here's another title, Biden Executive uh, orders to crack down on conversion therapy. It's here everywhere in the United States. Uh, he says in Canada, therapists who provide any form of counseling to repress or reduce non-heterosexual attraction or sexual behavior or non-cisgender identity could face up to five years in prison according to a law in place last year that prompted protests from thousands of churches throughout North America uh, the United Nations has deemed conversion therapy as tantamount to torture. Torture. They've called for the global ban of this in 2020. You, you're getting the point. What, they're trying to stop the churches from telling the truth. They're trying to stop us from telling the truth. That's why Harvest USA, who we support, big, big support, they're under attack. They're getting, you know, pressured. They're getting graffiti painted. They're getting threatening phone calls. Getting all this crazy stuff because they're telling people they can be free through Jesus Christ. It's not just homosexual sin. It's heterosexual sin. Any sexual sin that goes against God's word, we can be set free from but they hate that truth that jesus christ can set us free can set us all free and you know the verse that i've been the theme of our church from the start first corinthians 6 9 through 11 just need the first word <laughs> yeah do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of god do not be deceived. I'm going to read that again. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you are washed, you are sanctified, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. That's what we were. All of us were that. 
You could take your pick. We could add to that list, couldn't we? That's what we were. But we were washed. We were sanctified. We were justified, just as if we never sinned. We were sanctified, set apart. We were washed by the blood of Jesus Christ, all of us. But God, that is the truth. But there's a hostility to that truth. But God is using all this hostility. He's using all this hate to refine the church for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Just like we saw that very thing happening in the book of Acts as we've been studying Acts, it's happening again. God is preparing us for the second coming of Jesus Christ. He's separating the wheat from the weeds. He's separating the wheat from the chaff. He's separating the sheep from the goats. God is, re- and he's, in, in our own life, he's refining us. He's refining each of us, getting us ready for heaven, getting us to look to Jesus Christ in his second coming, getting us all, eyes off the world. He's getting us ready. Last week, you saw Tima and Natalia sharing what's going on in the Ukraine. Well, guess what? That's, that, that was great. They shared that because that's preparing us. That, that's going to happen worldwide. The whole world is going to be in this up. The whole church, the true church in the whole world is going to be under attack and and living underground all over the world. It's going to be happening. We have to get ready for the second coming. If you once again, I I have that whole series on Daniel Revelation. I hope you've watched it or you watch it. Watch it again. Also tonight we have uh, for those who want to be live somewhere at my house at six o'clock tonight. We're having the connect the dot study, which connects the dots to what's happening in the world, to what's happening as we get closer to the time of Jesus Christ. There's also Zoom events. If you want Zoom, if you're uh, not connected with us, just send me a, uh, an email and we'll, we'll send the Zoom to you tonight, nhcc at comcast.net, and we'll get you Zoomed in. But uh, if you want to show up live 6 o'clock tonight, we're connecting the dots. But we have to get ready because it's coming. But the positive is this. This sounds horrible, but the positive, I tell our group all the time, the positive is this. If the apostasy is here, if the Antichrist is close, guess what? Who else is close? Jesus is close. The second coming. All this stuff, as bad as it is, it's birth pains, right? Jesus said birth pains and the the birth uh, picture. But it means that he is close. The real Jesus is close. And that's what we focus on through this time, focusing on getting ready for the real Jesus. In fact, Jesus says in Matthew 24, 33, he says this, When these things began began to take place, stand up and lift up your heads because redemption is drawing near. When it's happening, start looking. Our redemption is coming. That is our focus. Are you ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ? Have you ever acted on the first coming? Have you ever put your faith in Jesus Christ? Have you ever acted on his death for you and his resurrection for you, his death on the cross for your sin, his resurrection to show that he can give you brand new life if you will put your faith in him, there is only one, all this crazy stuff happening, there's only one way to de-zombify. You're a zombie. If, all of us were zombies at one time. If you've never put your faith in Jesus Christ, you are a zombie. You are, you are under the control of the, 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 the prince of this world. And, but there's one way to wake up from the lies. There's one way to avoid beca- staying a zombie. There's one way, to be, one way to avoid being sucked into all these lies and the, and the, and the delusions, and that is by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. And once you put your faith in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit comes in, opens your eyes, opens your heart. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. And there's only one way to get the Holy Spirit. John 3.16 says it. For God so loved the world 
that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Let's pray. Maybe you're watching this today and you know that you're a zombie, a spiritual zombie. You're under the control of the world, under the control of Satan. You've bought the lies. But you don't have to stay there. You could be set free by Jesus Christ this very moment. Right in your heart already, you're putting your faith in him. This very moment, you can be set free and receive the Holy Spirit. I encourage everybody to, to as, as, the, as coming to faith in Christ in their heart, I encourage everybody to stay a simple prayer just to put an exclamation point on that. You're saved by our faith, but, but the prayer is like an exclamation point. A prayer of faith, a simple but powerful prayer of faith in Jesus Christ. God, I don't want the sin anymore. I don't want the lies anymore. I don't want the garbage anymore. I don't want the shame anymore. I want Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I want Jesus. To wash me clean. To wash away the sin. To wash away the shame. I turn away from the world and the lies. I repent. Wash me clean. Forgive me. I put my faith in Jesus. I give my life to Jesus. I want your Holy Spirit to come in and change me. If you have put your faith in Jesus, The Holy Spirit has come inside of you. You're a new creation in Christ. The old is gone. The new has come. Your life will never be the same. You will be convicted. You will be encouraged. You will be empowered. You won't be able to read the same things and watch the same things without the Holy Spirit saying, no, no, shut that off. He will speak to you in ways that You will read the Bible and it will just be like fire coming alive. Because it's the living word of God, the sword of the spirit. And I want to encourage you, if you put your faith in Christ, to tell somebody. Tell them today. Maybe you have a family member or friend who's a Christian. Tell them. Someone at work, or someone at school. If you don't have anybody to tell, then tell me. You give me a call or, once again, email nhcc at comcast.net. Email me. Tell me because we'll be excited for you and encourage you and help you to grow in your new life in Jesus Christ.
for those of us who are already Christians, how is the Holy Spirit speaking to us? How have we been, what lies have we bought, listened to, allowed the world to conform us instead of being transformed by the renewing of our mind? How is the Holy Spirit speaking to us? Are we in the Word? Do we know it? Are we really living it and knowing it? And fighting with it, taking up the sword of the Spirit, really fighting it. Are we equipping our families? I want to encourage you to memorize 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 to 11. Memorize it. And every time you read the news in the morning or watch the news or pull up the phone, computer, put that on the screen so you see that first so you know, wait. What's true and what's not? What is from God's word and what is a lie against it? Father, I pray that you would open our eyes. Fill us with your Holy Spirit's power. In Jesus' name, amen.